1: 653 this is pure opelka
2: with michael pelka
1: only on the blaze radio network oh
3: boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy what are we gonna do what are we gonna do if those crazy people in montana elect a guy who body slammed a reporter well, first of all, you know it's a police matter, and the police will handle it. it it's absolutely in the hands of the police. There were eyewitnesses, and uh, this guy who assaulted, allegedly assaulted and a, a reporter is going to have to deal with the legal system. Now, wh- what happens if he wins? Because there are 720-some thousand registered voters in Montana. It's a special election. It's kind of on the same level as a primary in the minds of most voters. It's a state that Donald Trump won by 20 points. And it's a holiday weekend, really. So will voters actually go to the polls? Will this make them sit at home? Will this, will this galvanize some people and get them to get up? And, and get to the polls. Well, one of the interesting things is the early voting numbers. The early voting numbers in Montana compared to the number of people who are registered to vote, kind of stunning. It's like 720,000 registered voters. Approximately, I heard one, one source this morning saying 249,000 people had already voted. So like a third a third of the voters in the state may have already cast their ballot before hmm it's interesting it's very interesting to me to hear this this kind of thing and it also adds fuel to to my fire it adds fuel to my my case that early voting is a bad thing early voting will will now have a bunch of people who may have changed their vote feeling uh-oh I'm sorry, I I didn't wait. I didn't finish the campaign. So what are you going to do? There we are. And in, in case you haven't heard it, in case you've been under a rock since last night, I think Rachel Maddow has this as her ringtone now. She was so excited about this last night. Everybody on MSNBC could not wait to play this. This is the audio that was released by The Guardian after the incident.
1: ...to the CBO score, because you know you were waiting to make your decision about healthcare until you saw the bill, and it just came out. And, what yeah, you and we'll about? talk to
0: you about that later.
1: Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you have okay, right now. speak with Shane, please. But you I'm sick and tired
0: of you guys. The last Jesus. guy that came here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. The last guy did the same thing. You were the Guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. The last guy did the same damn thing.
1: You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Get the hell out of here. You'd like me to get the hot out of here. I'd also like to call the police. Can I get you guys his names? Hey, hey, you gotta leave. He
0: just body slammed me. You gotta leave.
3: You gotta leave. Hey, you gotta leave. It is. It's so bizarre that this would happen the night before the actual election. It is so bizarre, and we have talked on this program in the past about the, the way that the, the Republican Party seems to have an uncanny ability to snatch defeat right from the jaws of victory. They are standing right there on the edge about to, to score a win. You've got, you've got an election that should be a slam dunk in a state that the president won by 20 points, a state that should be reliably red. But the Republican candidate, Mr. Gianforte, is now facing both a a criminal probe from what he did to allegedly what he did to Ben Jacobs of The Guardian, and he's facing possibly losing a seat. Now, granted, this is um, a special election. It's a seat in a state that if you got a good candidate should be a good, reliable red state. But who knows? Who knows? Of course, there is there's dancing in the aisles on the Democratic side of things. As I mentioned, uh, Rachel Maddow was giddy last night. She was absolutely giddy over this. She could not believe the good fortune of this. And yet. It might be premature to be that excited, Ms. Maddow. It might be just a little bit early because. With a reliably Republican state and the early voting that you people are so hip to have happen everywhere in every election, it might come back to bite you on the butt. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be actually hilarious? To me, it would be. The people who push for early voting are then hurt by it when an incident like this happens. I wonder if they quickly backtrack on it. I doubt it. I doubt it. And this morning on Morning Joe... Joe Scarborough opened the show. This is this is the first minute and a half of the show. And see if you can figure out who Joe Scarborough is blaming for the, the actual body slamming of a reporter by a Republican candidate.
1: So oh, um welcome to Morning Joe. I'm kind of kind of confused. Well I don't know where to begin. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like a veritable cornucopia. Here we've got we could start with the story that happens every day but you never get tired of it a guy is asked about congressional budget office scoring and so what he does is he punches a reporter and throws him to the ground that happens all the time especially on the last day actually doesn't but that happened all three papers overnight they uh, took their endorsements away from this Republican guy. Their voting day. We can talk about that. We could talk about the CBO score itself, which is I just—I guess—it's causing havoc in the street. Like people going crazy over this thing. <laughs> or we could talk about Comey and answer the question whether Comey is Russian for dupe. <laughs> now, first of all, of of
3: just those three topics, of those three topics that Joe Scarborough brought up, the only one that I think anyone is talking about. The only one that anybody has any casual interest in is the guy who body slammed the reporter, allegedly. The other two stories, I don't think anybody gives a rat's butt about them. So Scarborough can try and make it what he will, but there's only one story today, pretty much this morning, and that is the body slamming, allegedly, of a reporter by a Republican House candidate and yet, Scarborough seems to want to make that story about something else as well.
1: Uh, and that—that's not the end of it. Uh, the, the New York Times headline: "Russians talked of ways to sway Trump advisors. They were the uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. spies picked them up talking about uh, talking about what easy targets Trump had around him." So. I mean, a lot to go with, Uh, but that first story, isn't that incredible? A guy assaults a reporter, which I guess shouldn't be too surprising in an age of Trump, where he calls the press enemy of the people. These reckless words have consequences, but what an amazing story that is.
3: Did you hear that? Joe Scarborough tried to blame the actions of a candidate in Montana on Donald Trump and Donald Trump's language. Let's go back and hear that again.
1: Trump had around him. So, I mean, a lot to go with. Uh, But that first story, isn't that incredible? A guy assaults a reporter, which I guess shouldn't be too surprising in an age of Trump where he calls the press enemy of the people. These reckless words have consequences. But what an amazing story that is.
3: So, Joe, would you have Donald Trump brought up on charges? Would you have Donald Trump listed as uh, someone who's also a part and a party to what happened to the reporter? If there's a lawsuit, if this if this uh, journalist decides he's going to sue the the candidate, according to Joe Scarborough. He can probably, the candidate could probably say I was only doing it because Donald Trump's words made me do it. Seriously. Seriously, Joe Scarborough. Are you crazy, sir? I, I, I really think we need, we need some clarity on that. But he's not the only one. The, the, um, the woman who really hopes to get that big gavel back in her hands, Nancy Pelosi... She was out in front of reporters today, and they, they asked her about it. They asked her if, um, if she thought it was acceptable and if she thinks the Republicans should caucus. If he wins, if Gianforte wins, the media wants to know if Nancy Pelosi, who is not part of the GOP, if she thinks that the GOP should caucus with, with Gianforte. <clears throat>
4: Well, the, the, that's up to the Republicans. The people of the state will make a determination as to who will represent them in Congress. But I'm, you know, I viewed that as a mom and a grandmother. You know, we tried
3: And a great-grandmother and a great-great-grandmother and a great-great-great-grandmother.
4: Have some level of dignity as to how we treat people and who we are. I wish Nancy
3: Pelosi, I wish you could see her right now, because she's doing these hand gestures... That indicate that, uh, that it's a grandiose moment. That I, w- I wish you could see this. Because she's doing the sweeping hand gesture. Who we are. It's it's over the top. But Nancy's not done yet either. She kind of follows Joe Scarborough's lead. Because remember Scarborough. Started this show this morning. At 6 o'clock Eastern this morning. Basically blaming Donald Trump's words for the alleged violent body slamming of a reporter by the Republican House seat candidate in Montana. And I'm betting you Nancy Pelosi heard that report or heard that opening, and so this is where she decides she's going
4: to throw a little bit of blame on Donald Trump, too. The, the, The behavior we expect from our own families and to see this person who wants to be the one representative into the House of Representatives from Montana, be sort of a wannabe Trump. You know, use language like that, treat people harshly like that. That's his model, Donald Trump's his model. And we've really got to say, come on, behave, behave. That was outrageous. Who the Republicans seat in their caucus and that is really up to them. Oh, thank but I hope you. it would be up to the people of Montana to demand a higher standard of behavior for the children, for the sake of our children. For the children. What do you, how do you explain that to children? It all comes back you ask to a the question, children. I Strangle you? I mean, really.
3: It's all for the children, Nancy. It's always for the children. This is always what the progressives bring it back to. It's always for the children. It's just crazy, isn't it? So if you don't think there's any collusion in the media on the left, and I go back to that study that's on the blaze that talks about how fake news is out there, this is, this is the same lady who at the, at the event over the weekend where the, the uh, California chairman of the Democratic Party, a guy named John Burton, who was at their convention, Nancy was there too, And she was spotted laughing as the chairman, the outgoing chairman of the California Democratic Party was chanting F. Donald Trump, F. Donald Trump and giving a uh, a one-fingered salute on each hand to the current president, F. Donald Trump. And there's Nancy laughing in the corner. I wonder what the children think, Nancy. I wonder what the children think. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Well, if you had placed a bet on who the next FBI director would be and your bet was on Joe Lieberman like mine was. Joe Lieberman has withdrawn his name from FBI consideration. Joe Lieberman has withdrawn his name from consideration to be the next director of the FBI. Oh, boy. I actually bet somebody because I thought, I thought that would be an interesting choice and I thought it would be very different. And if there's anything this president has been, it's different in, in his choices. There are a few, uh, you know, a few of the generals he's picked on his cabinet are, are, are pretty typical but there were a lot of people that got stressed when, when President Trump picked a couple of generals. So like, oh, all these military guys, that's what a dictator would do. He's going to be a dictator. Would you calm down, people? Tell your friends on the left to just calm down. You know, I, I want to say something else with that, too, but I have to temper myself. Calm down. So uh, who will be the next director of the FBI? Who will? Who will? Hmm. I'm just wondering. We really don't have an answer to that. Uh, Speaking of answers, you need to go to the Twitter at StuntBrain. My Twitter handle is at StuntBrain. We have a vital question of the day today on National Wine Day. Bubbles or no bubbles? Red or no? No, 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 no. The, the vital question of the day today is more about some real interesting pop culture stuff. Because I want to know on Star Wars, on the anniversary, the 40th anniversary of Star Wars release in the movie theaters, uh, are you a Star Trek person or a Star Wars person? And if you want to debate it, I am a Star Trek person. I appreciate the Star Wars, I don't hate the Star Wars. But I would prefer to watch William Shatner act badly and deliver the Gene Roddenberry storylines than I would to watching Carrie Fisher and and what's his name, Skywalker, running around the universe. But the current numbers on this vital question of the day, 46% of you say Star Wars, definitely Star Wars, 16%, just a, a tiny number in my mind say Star Trek, 14% say neither, and 24% of you say both are great. Don't judge me. And see, that's okay. That's okay with me. Uh, What else is going on in the world today? Well, the the biggest news, and I think really a lot of our elected leaders are just kind of walking through the week in D.C. because they get a a three-day weekend. I think a lot of our elected leaders are, are, like I said, they're just phoning it in this week. Meanwhile, the president is overseas and uh, in Brussels, and he spoke to uh, some of the people at the UN as they were dedicating a a special monument to the victims of 9-11. I thought that was a pretty cool monument. There was a piece that was donated from the 9-11 Museum, and then there was another piece from, uh, from Brussels. Um, and so it's, it's a monument to say we'll never give in to terrorism, basically. And the, the speeches at the event are cause of concern for some people. Uh, I need to play you some clips from what uh, President Trump said because some folks are saying, did he really need to do that here? Was that really the venue for that? Because the president brought up the... Brought He brought up the payments from NATO to uh, from all the members to NATO that, you know, you're supposed to pay 2% of your GDP. And the president had to bring it up. And and, uh, (laughs) he talked about it. He also uh, reportedly. He reportedly pushed through a group of people to get to the front of the line. Everybody's making a big deal of this. I think he just he didn't want to be stuck behind some people. So now everyone's making a big deal out of it. But it's what he said about the cost and sharing the cost of NATO that has people furrowing their brows. And there's even a response from Christiane Poor. She uh, had something to say about it, too. So just around the corner, I'll play you Trump's, Trump's comments in front of the NATO crowd, and I'll play you Christiane Poor's answers. And uh, we'll deal with the rest of the stuff that's bubbling under today on Pure Opelka.
2: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka
1: on the Blaze Radio Network. Is Pure Pelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network?
3: Welcome back to Pure Pelka. You know it's raining here in the Northeast. We've we've had rain here in the Northeast pretty much all week. And I say that because when it when it rains, at least up until about nine weeks ago, whenever it would rain, for whatever reason, I would get pain in my my joints, mostly my knees and my hips. And it seems like, gee, why don't I have that pain anymore? Well, 10 weeks ago, I started taking Relief Factor. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory. And I know it's helped thousands of people, but the only thing that really matters is it helped me. Uh, and, And it helped me to where I don't take over-the-counter medication for pain. I don't take prescription medication for pain. I don't take medication. I just take an all-natural supplement that helps inflammation not happen in my system. It's all natural, pre-packaged. If you get the three-week quick start pack, invest $19.95 in yourself. Invest $19.95 in not having pain. Think about that. Just give it a shot. It worked for me in eight days. Give them a call. Here's the number, 800-500-8384. It's so easy to remember, 800-500-8384. You can also go to relieffactor.com and get some information there. But I started it 10 weeks ago, be into my 11th week tomorrow, and uh, eight days into it, no more over-the-counter painkillers, never prescription painkillers and I'm more active, I'm doing things that I used to do and dread doing, like getting down on my knees in the garden and ripping up stuff. I don't have the pain anymore. So why are you waiting? Don't waste any time. Call Relief Factor, 800 500 84. It works for me. It should work for you too, but you have to try it to make sure it does. Uh, busy day. Busy day is there's a uh, Constant uh, buzz on the on the uh, news channels, the mainstream media. As we were talking about earlier, we should talk about that. What is the mainstream media to you and me? About uh, leaks in the White House, and uh, what what's happening with the Trump White House? Well, they, they've got to feel like they're under attack, not just from the mainstream media, but from Democrats. I I know it was acrimonious between. Between the Obama White House and and many on the on the right but I don't think I've seen it like this ever there's such anger such vitriol and then when the president gets up and speaks on his overseas trips he's under particular scrutiny and and things got pretty tense this morning after and you know I I wouldn't have blamed him if he stood up and made an announcement at brussels saying i don't know if you saw barack obama the former president out trying to steal my thunder this morning in berlin i I really wished he would have said something but he was more presidential than i would have been but he talked he talked at this meeting of the nato allies at the ceremony dedicating a monument to the 9-11 attacks and and hopefully against Uh, all terrorism, a warning to terrorists that uh, we are united. But he talked about the payments. And that's something Donald Trump talked about on the campaign trail quite a bit. He talked about the fact that there are people not paying their fair share. There are NATO allies that are kind of freeloading. And, well, here are his words. We should recognize that with these chronic underpayments and growing threats, Even 2% of GDP is insufficient to close the gaps in modernizing readiness and the size of forces. We have to make up for the many years lost. 2% is the bare minimum for
1: confronting today's very real and very vicious threats. If NATO countries made their
3: full and complete contributions, then NATO would be even stronger than it is today, especially from the threat of terrorism. See, I thought those remarks, while maybe some people question the appropriateness of the venue, I thought those remarks were not particularly offensive. And I watched the NATO allies, the ministers from the different countries, as they stood there in the camera focused most of the time on those folks. They didn't really take Trump that much as he was making this statement. And then right after it, Christiane Amanpour got on, uh, on CNN and, and basically chastised the president, I felt, a little bit. Here's what Amanpour had to say.
5: Well, you know, it's the message he's been delivering even before he became president. You remember, Mm -hmm. at the convention, he started by saying it and started with this sort of idea of this transactional relationship between the oldest military alliance and the most successful military alliance in the world. And now, though, he's bringing it there. They fully expected it, though you could see in the body language of the other members as he was speaking, that they did look a little bit like shifty children being lectured by the headmaster. They knew Mm. that he was going to be coming with that message. And some of them believe that that message has to be delivered because it gives them cover to encourage all members to pay their 2% of GDP. Some of them are paying it, some of them are not. Uh, but what they really hope to hear was a once-and-for-all commitment to Article 5. You know, attack on one is an attack on all. And they want to really hear that the president is fully committed to the alliance. So, I think they're
3: going to hear whether or not the president and the nation are fully committed to the alliance in the meetings that are going on as we speak, in the, in the more serious sessions that are held after this ceremonial start to the meeting. So I'm on poor. You know, you got to you got to dial it back. They really weren't there like shifty school kids being yelled at by the headmaster, as you would say. I think this is just looking for trouble again. Uh, I believe someone's on the phone. Is it Jezebel? I don't know where she's from. Reno, Nevada. Hello, Jezebel. Welcome to the program. How are you?
2: Good morning, Mr. Alpoka. You know, first off, I want to say thank you. I start off every morning with you. I'm a truck driver, and I really enjoy uh, passing the time with you, and I want to thank you for that. But on the other hand, I am so fed up. I am so disgusted. You know what we, the conservative people, need to do? We need to file a class action lawsuit against all these Democratic liberals with Maxine Big Mouth Waters up at the top. You know, they started a bullying campaign, the Democrats. Like, if you're in school and you're getting bullied, woo, 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 well, isn't that what they're doing? The, the major media, all the mainstream media outlets, Barack Obama, everybody, it's constant bullying to the point where it's not just about the president anymore. It's affecting me. It's if, you know, every time I see a California license plate drive by me, I want to run them off the road. No, 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 you don't. No, I don't mean that literally. (laughs) I really don't. I've got family that live in California. But what I'm saying is it's the anger. It's every single day. You know, and if Comey and all the Democrats, if they would have put just one Fraction of their energy into the whole Clinton Foundation, the Hillary scandals, the email scandals. I mean, come on, this whole Russian collusion thing. Are you kidding me? Has it not gone on long enough? They didn't well, even think about the whole Hillary thing. And it's affecting me, my job, my attitude. I'm tired of waking up every morning angry. You know, I voted for Trump and I'm a proud christian conservative and when i voted for trump it was a vote for change that i'm ready for this i'm so tired of the lies the deceit the corruption i work 72 plus hours a week and i'm tired of it and i'm tired of all the harassment the bullying the lies You go Trump. And this guy in Montana, I'm sorry, but I laughed my butt off. Do you know why we conservatives aren't out there protesting? Because we have jobs. We can't take the time off work to do such a thing. You know, he told this camera guy or this reporter, leave, not now. And he kept badgering him. You go, buddy. I would have punched him in the face, too. All
3: right, Jezebel. Hang on on one second. That way. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, thank you for being a trucker because truckers make sure we have food, water, supplies, everything we do. Second, and I want to see if you'll hold on through the break because I have a couple of thoughts for you. Second, this show has a very loyal audience in California. They would love to get out and come be anywhere else where the freedom is better. But because of family and life and jobs, they can't always break away. So not every one of those California license plates is guilty. I just, I'm just saying that we have a lot of friends out there, but I want you to hang on because I want to break down a couple of things you talked about and I got to take a quick break. Can you stick with me? I hope so. Jezebel, did we lose her?
2: Yet. Yeah. No. All I'm right.
3: Here. Jezebel, we'll be, we'll be right back after a break on pure Opelka.
2: Okay. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the blaze radio network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka
1: on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It is a a throwback Thursday. We're doing a little tribute to the 40th anniversary of the release of Star Wars, the movie, on this date back in 1977. I did not see it until August. I was one of those people that was not on on the Star Wars tip early. I was late to the game. I remember the day I saw it. It was the day Elvis died. And uh, that sticks in my head because, you know, you print on where you were, when, and all that stuff. But when we went away for the break, we were talking with Jezebel, who's one of our trucker friends in Reno, Nevada. Are you from Reno or are you in Reno today, Jezebel?
2: No, I ran northern Nevada.
3: Okay, northern Nevada. And, you know, yeah. I've only been to Reno for about a minute. So my experience in, in that city is very, very limited. But I think of it in terms of the, um, the very short-lived but very entertaining Reno 911. Did you ever see that program?
2: No. You know, I don't deal with stupid very well. So that, that was never my thing. I love well, the sometimes Sometimes stupid
3: is funny, but I understand you don't suffer fools. <laughs> I, I get it. You're... There you go. But you do laugh. You have a great laugh
2: you have to laugh if you don't laugh you cry and i certainly don't want to cry and the, and the, and what the comment i made earlier i really don't want to run anybody over i know it's, i'm just I, I i sincerely do not mean that i was just making i guess it was a a stupid joke
5: but well, you uh, know on
2: a serious note you know it's it's, it's it's crazy it, it's getting so out of it it's like the mob effect you know if these politicians and people that we look up to To help us, if they would just change their direction, the people will follow. You know, it's like the mob effect.
3: Well, you you bring up a couple interesting points. And and first of all, about California, I think there is starting to be some awakening when I see see reports like the one on the blaze from yesterday that talks about California trying to put together a single-payer health care system for the state. And when people, when, it, when people are told about it, it sounds great to them. But then somebody goes, um, this is what it would cost. And just that health care program, just that single payer health care is more expensive than the entire budget for the rest of the state. And I think w- once people start seeing that, they go, hold on a second. Where are we getting that money? I think eventually they'll catch on. But it's, it's about bringing the facts And it's about hoping that people like Tim Donnelly, who ran uh, for office a couple years ago, will get a shot to get back in there. He's a guy with common sense. But this this issue on the guy in Montana, can we can we talk about this? Because I don't think you want I don't think you're endorsing violence there either. Just like you don't want to run anybody off the road. But no,
2: absolutely not.
3: Right. It's the frustration that the media has given us all of this all of this the the way they're leading these people with all of the bad information and i'm going to call it fake news that i think leads candidates to be frustrated but we can't be attacking the press we as
2: conservatives have to be better and that's exactly what they want they want us to lose our cool thank you you. and how much i mean the last thing i want i don't want riots to break out in the street and i don't want a civil war going on but the whole thing is, this has got to stop. We need to come together. This is an amazing country. And, and yes, I'm really bothered by the fact of what happened in the UK and the mainstream media was more interested in talking about Trump and the Russian scandal. It's like, seriously? An 8-year-old little girl lost her life and her mother lies in bed in a coma, not even aware of it yet where has
3: the compassion went that's a great great statement i'm running out of time this hour jezebel thank you for calling in it's great to know you're out there real quickly what are you hauling
2: um groceries dry
3: goods good good i'm hungry every day and it's great to know that people like you are out there bringing us food thank you have a great rest of your day and call in again sometime this is Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. When we come back, we'll see what's breaking in the world, and we'll try and break it even more.
2: Pure Opelka with
1: Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.